Que seas muy feliz Estés donde estés Cariño Well, hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser. I am your host. Today is Friday, June 10th, 2022, and this is episode number 369 of a show that provides insight and tools to build the life and homestead of your dreams. Today's show topic is mariachi, pie a la mode, and tequila. And there's a little story about how this show topic came to be. And the primary focus of today's show is going to be mariachi. So we're going to take a look at what mariachi music is, where the name mariachi comes from, the origins of the music, my experience today with mariachi, and uh, other types of Mexican music in the past for that matter, and how I've grown to love it. So I hope that you enjoy today's episode. I know that I'm going to enjoy this one because it's a little on the casual side and fueled by tequila and ice cream. So let's get right into it. So let me see if I can nutshell what happened tonight that led into uh, this, this show topic. So I, I was running around today. Today was uh, a, a day of, well, an interesting day. These days of self-employment seem to be more and more interesting. So um, on top of the running around and various errands I had to do, going to the bank and such, uh, I found myself going to move furniture and do a little side gig, earn a little bit of money. And that was, that was very helpful. So this ended up leading to another potential opportunity from the husband or yeah, the hut. Anyways, a potential landscape opportunity. And I made my way back to that house later in the afternoon to discuss that with him which involves some basic tractor work, which I believe I'm capable of. After all these years, he's old school like me. He's got a skid steer, New Holland skid steer, which I am more competent in operating with the foot pedals, unlike these new case controls, these ISO controls that the kids use these days. You know, we were grumbling back and forth about this and the simple, uh, the simple tractor that he had. So anyways, I may find myself doing some work with him next week. Uh, we'll see about that. But anyways, in the running around later, I got a call from my amigo Lionel, my amigo from my former day job. And he invited me uh, out this evening, something about mariachi music and that, that there was going to be a band on the square. And I didn't really fully understand what was going on, but I thought, well, with everything else that, that's happening tonight, it would be, it sure would be nice to, to go out and see him and you know visit with friends and whatnot. So 
I, I, I finished my work, did what I needed to do, postponed uh, some things until later, like this. And it's actually good that I postponed this show episode because the series of events from this evening is basically what resulted in what we're listening to and what I'm talking about right now. So I didn't know what was going on. So I get up to the square, you know, central downtown Medina Public Square around seven o'clock and I'm kind of wandering around and I don't really, you know, I don't really see him, but I see a lot of activity going on in the square. My phone's almost dead at this point. I was charging it on the way up there. So I had almost no battery left. And, um, I figured, well, I just, I'll just walk around. I guess, you know, the square's not that big. And the church that I'm a member of was set up in the little, you know, brick plaza up in the front of the square, kind of in front of the gazebo. So I, I wandered over there and explained that, you know, you know, what was going on and how I was waiting for my friend and how... I thought there was going to be mariachi, and she kind of looked at me like, mariachi, what's going on? No, the, the Medina Band Orchestra, you know, the, the community band or whatever, was putting out a performance up there, and the church was there doing a fundraiser, you know, selling pie and ice cream and cookies and cakes and this and that, and, and uh, you name it. They had uh, all sorts of treats out there, so I was saying hello to everybody, my, my church family, if you will. And um, that was a very nice experience. So I, I, finally, I finally see these mariachi guys off in the distance. So I make my way over there. And, um, you know, I won't get into the details of why this event was taking place because that's well, that's, 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 that's neither here nor there, but I see them and, and I see Lionel and I, I go over there and, um, ultimately I, I, it, it, you know, I can understand some of what's going on in Spanish, but not all of it, but it sounds like the plans that were made didn't really work out as originally intended some of that may had to do may have had to do with the fact that there was this other event on the square and if there was the mariachi band uh you know playing outside uh it, it would have interrupted what was going on so luckily however um the guy that Lionel coordinated with in conjunction with the band was opening up the restaurant right across the street from the square right next to the building that the Oddfellows own and it is called Monarch Restaurant and I'll link to that in the show notes but basically the the, the store is not open yet or the restaurant's not open yet and there were a bunch of guys in there doing work, you know, scrubbing the windows, painting, um, just tidying up and making sure everything is ready for the grand opening next week. But the mariachi band was in there. 
the mariachi band was playing and I was greeted by um, some tequila when I walked in because, you know, previous to this, while I was waiting around for what's going on, I decided, well, oh, you know, yeah, I'm fasting today, but, uh, you know, I, I mean, I had some beans and a salad um, for lunch, but I decided, oh, whatever, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm here with church and I'm, I'm going to be celebrating with friends here and this is going to be fun. So I decided to get a slice of very berry crumb pie and get some ice cream on top of it and made a little donation to the church there. So I was mowing down on this pie a la mode, right? And then I finally connect with these guys and we make our way over to Monarch Restaurant where, you know, we, we just listen to just, just, just Lionel and I listen to these guys crank out uh, four or five very classic mariachi tunes. And uh, it was wonderful. Some of the guys that were working stopped to film. The guys that were playing were very talented. I shared some of the videos in the Telegram group at t.me slash allaroundgrowth. You can get some more insight and some more behind the scenes of what I'm talking about in these podcast episodes there. And moreover, this isn't just about me in this show. You know, I do look forward to doing interviews at some point in time, but there's a lot going on in life right now. And I understand that we're 369 episodes in and there's yet to be an interview episode, but baby steps and I'll get there. Or quite frankly, maybe I won't. But one of the nice things about the community is that it's considerably less about me and it's more about you guys and all of the work that is taking place and going on to make it what it is. You know, the bots that are being set up to prevent all of these weird trolls. You know, the lightning tip bots that are set up to provide us with the ability to tip each other Satoshis when we provide some dope content, as the kids say. Um, there's just all sorts of cool things that are going on. So many cool things that I'm learning about. And I'm extremely grateful for the community that's out there because it's helping me grow as well. So not only am I sharing my own personal experiences with you, but I'm also growing with you and we're kind of co-creating in this experience together because much of what I have to share is kind of a, a result of what we're talking about in this community in large part, mostly on Telegram, t.me slash allaroundgrowth. Any internet browser will get you there. Highly encouraged that you check it out. So anyways, um, as I make my way over there, these guys are playing. I'm greeted with some tequila. You know, all the chairs are up on the bar. Everyone's kind of cleaning up and, and we're just standing there, just a few of us. 
and this owner and this uh, small uh, one, two, three, was it a three or four piece mariachi band? So, you know, let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about what mariachi is. Because I think that this is interesting. I've never really looked into this before. So I wanted to share this with you. Now, mariachi is a genre of regional Mexican music that dates back to at least the 18th century, evolving over time in the countryside of various regions of Western Mexico. The usual mariachi group today consists of as many as eight violins, two trumpets, and at least one guitar, including a high-pitched vihuela and an acoustic bass guitar called a guitarón, and all players taking turns singing lead and doing backup vocals. From the 19th to 20th century, migrations from rural areas into Guadalajara, along with the Mexican government's cultural promotion, gradually relabeled as Sun Style, with its alternative name of mariachi becoming used for the, quote, urban form. Modifications of the music include influences from other music, such as polkas and waltzes, the addition of trumpets, and the use of charo outfits by mariachi musicians. The musical style began to take on national prominence in the first half of the 20th century, with its promotion at presidential inaugurations and on the radio in the 1920s. In 2011, UNESCO recognized mariachi as an intangible cultural heritage, joining six, six, six other entities on the Mexican list of that category. Song styles and instrumentals performed with mariachi include rancheras, corridos, cumbias, boleros, ballads, sones, huapangos, jarabes, danzones, harapos, pasodobles, marches, polkas, waltzes, and chotis. Most song lyrics are about machismo, love, betrayal, death, politics, revolutionary heroes, and country life. Well, it kind of sounds like you know, old outlaw country music, doesn't it? Machismo, love, betrayal, death, politics, revolutionary heroes, and country life. Well, the origin of the word is disputed, but prominent theories attribute it to deep roots. One states that it comes from the name of the wood used to make the dance platform. Another states that mariachi comes from the indigenous name of a tree called Pia, or Sarimo. Yet another states that it came from an image locally in called Maria H, pronounced Mariaki. The most distant reference documented are more than 100 certificates of baptisms, burials, and marriages in which the Mariachi Ranch appears between 1832 and 1850. It was located near the river Santiago in Nayarit. The word mariachi was once thought to have derived from the French word marriage, dating from the French intervention in Mexico in the 1860s related to its music and its appearance at weddings. 
This was a common explanation on record jackets and travel brochures, but was disproven with the appearance of documents that showed the word existed before this invasion. In 1981, a letter written by Father Cosme Santa Ana to the Archbishop was discovered in the archives of a church where he complains about the noise of the mariachis and dated in 1848, long before the French occupation. Okay, so there's some more information here on Wikipedia about the origins of it, the modern development of it, and uh, let's just read the first paragraph of the origins. Prior to the arrival of the Spanish, indigenous music was played with rattles, drums, flute, and conch, conch shell horns as part of religious celebrations. The Spanish introduced violins, guitars, harps, brass instruments, and woodwinds, which mostly replaced the native instruments. The Europeans introduced their instruments to use during mass, but they were quickly adapted to secular events. Indigenous and mestizo peoples learned to play and make these instruments, often giving them modified shapes and tunings. In addition to instruments, the Spanish introduced the concept of musical groups, which in the colonial period generally consisted of two violins, a harp, and various guitars. Okay, so on and so forth. Now, it's uh, there's more that goes on about it, the dress, and, 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 and all of this is fascinating, but I'll leave you to read that in the show notes, because Mariachi is one thing, but there's a lot of other Mexican music that's been a part of my life for, at this point, um, 20 years or more. I mean, I guess maybe, I guess at this point in life, I'm 44. Longer than half of my life, I've been exposed to Mexican music, Mexican culture, and uh, all things Mexican. I worked side by side with these guys in my early 20s, and, you know, I, I in, in large part, when I decided to exit toxic work environments in my early 20s, I had two options. I could leave the company company or I could go dig ditches with the boys so I, I chose to dig ditches with the boys and uh, you know I gained a lot of respect for who these guys were you know how they operated and I know that this is broad blanket you know umbrella statements these guys you know, they, who they were, but look, you know, over the years, and I'm talking more than two decades, I've worked with guys from Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, Puerto Rico, um, if I really thought hard, Ecuador, if I really thought hard about it, I could name uh, several other countries, but that's five right off the top of my head, but most of the guys that come up here are from Mexico because 
just in terms of sheer demographics and population. Mexico has the numbers, whereas the other countries do not. And as far as I can tell, they've worked out the arrangements with the United States government that make it much easier, you know, outside of Puerto Rico, which is a U.S. territory, for people to come in and participate in the work visa programs, otherwise known as H-2A and H-2B. Okay. So I know a little bit about this. And, um, and I've worked with both H-2A and H-2B workers. Over the years I've been, I've just, I've heard a lot of the music. It's been a part of me. And even when I grew out of the actual roles that I was working in, digging ditches until the calluses, you know, ripped off my hands and managed to work myself into a cush office job where I was able to get a little fat and sassy and complacent and sedentary and domesticated. You know, you know the drill. I would still hear it in the background and it would bring me back. And sometimes I would hear it when I was working hard and it would bring me back to those days when I was working right alongside with the guys and I'd understand why they were doing what they're doing. You know, because a lot of these guys would work ridiculously hard. Like, we can't even comprehend the, the the nature of the work and, 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 and why they do what they do. And then they send most of that money back home. Or they're working like no one else. Like basically like Dave Ramsey says, working like no one else and living like no one else so that later they can live like no one else. I've seen many a man work and work and work to bring his family up here so that he can change his family tree. You know, so many people just shit all over America and talk about how bad it is. But when you talk to a man who's our age you know, who was born in the 70s, who grew up in a town with no running water and had to go to the well in the town center twice a day for water for the animals and for the house, it kind of puts things in perspective. And you understand why they do what they do, because as far as some people are concerned, this is still the American dream. Everything that's here still, there's still some of that there for people who grew up like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it just means that we don't really understand how privileged we are. 
And I think that, you know, my experiences over, jeez, more than half of my life has given me a, an appreciation for that, that type of character, that type of work ethic, that type of moral fiber. There's a lot to the, uh, I mean, this is, this is just, this is going to sound weird and off-putting to some people, but there's a lot to Mexican culture that is very different from American culture. And, uh, you know, that may be changing too, but perhaps not as quickly as, as it has here. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I'm just basing all of this uh, tequila and pie a la mode fueled ramble on my own experiences from different people in different states over different years. So anyways, um, I'm going to wrap it up with that, guys. I really do appreciate you listening. And, um, you know, I am curious. What do you think about pie a la mode? And um, do you like mariachi music? And also tequila. Let's talk about that in the chat, shall we? Again. You can find the chat at t.me slash allaroundgrowth. Show notes for links to a lot of what was discussed and more. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you. Oh, hey, one last thing, guys. It's Friday. Have a great weekend this weekend. Enjoy the time with your friends. Enjoy the time with your family. Enjoy the time that you have because that's what this is all about, enjoying the time that we have. So again, this is Rob Kaiser, and thank you. I look forward to seeing you on Monday. Have a great weekend, and I appreciate your time. We'll see you. People may think that it's all that I believe in, friendship and love.
bondade 